Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim with Afyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masechet Yom Tov, Masechet Beit Zadav, Lamed Dalet Amud Aleph, at the very bottom of the Amud. So yeah, our final podcast of this, the fourth parak. V'od Amar Rabbi Eliezer, Umeir Adam al HaMukzeh, Erev Shabbat Bishvi'it. So you could stand over the Mukzeh, where you put out the fruit to dry them, on Friday during Shemitah. And the reason we're mentioning Shemitah because there's no obligation of Trumotu Masarot, and identify and say, tomorrow I'm going to eat from here. Chachamim say it's not enough uh, for issues of muktza to be able to just say, I'm taking it from here, you have to mark, I'm going to take from here to here, these three, these four, whatever. Okay, we have a Mishnah, uh, if children buried some figs on Erev Shabbat, Remember that Shabbat is Koveil and Masrot. We'll see more about that in our sugya. They did not take Masrot. And then, Lamotse Shabbat, they uncover them. Then they have to take Masrot because they went over Shabbat. If you take figs through your Chatzer, and again, Chatzer is Koveil, uh, which means that uh, if you have some fruit, even out in the field, and it becomes Shabbat, uh, even though you're eating arai, nonetheless, you take, need to take masrot. And the same thing, if you take some of your fruit and bring it into your courtyard, you have to take maser immediately. So if you carried it through the chatzer in order to leave it out to dry, the rest of your family can eat from it arai. Now, so he asked them the following question based on those two mishnayot. The point of it is as follows. In the case, uh, in the first case with Shabbat, we had figs that were completed. They, had, they were ripe, they were picked, there was nothing left to do. And they just had not been brought into the granary or into the silo where they're collected. And then Shabbat had passed. In the second case, these were figs that were not yet done because they were being taken on their way out to the muktzah to be dried out. And as a result of that, they were Devar Shalodim Ram and therefore the Chatzer was not Koveya. So the Rav mixed them and asked Rav Nachman, Shabbat Ma'ushtikpah Muktzel Lamaser Devar Shalodim Ram What happens if you have something which is not completed, meaning uh, you haven't finished processing it, such as figs that you intend to dry out, and Shabbat comes? Is it now Koveya? Mi Amrin came in Dichtiv, Shabbat Oneg. Because, as the Navi Yishayahu says, there's a din of Oneg Shabbat, therefore Kava, now all the fruit that you have in your access are now considered Kavua, and you have to take Masrot. Even if it hasn't finished its processing, but it is edible. Maybe it's only Kava for something that has finished its processing, and therefore these figs are not chayav yet. Marle, Shabbat, Kovat, Beim, Nachman answered the affirmative. In the affirmative, you have to take Masrot in either case. Marle, Ve'ema Shabbat, Dumir HaChatzer. Why don't we compare Shabbat to the Chatzer, as in the second Mishnah that he brought? Just like a Chatzer only establishes an achiyuv for Masrot, it was something that has finished its processing. Same thing with Shabbat. We have a teaching, which is, He says, that's our tradition. Now, we said, right, we said, we have support for this from the following. And that is our Mishnah. 
Erev Shabbat Bishvit. Why did the Mishnah pick Shvit? Tamar Shvit. The love bar is because you don't take Masrot on Shmita. Habisha Arshnei Shavu, if it was any other year where you have to take Masrot, Hachinami Dasur. Standing in there and saying, I'm going to take from there and from there, is not going to be okay because this still has to have Masrot taken from it, even though it's still out at the Muktza and has not finished its Malacha, because Shabbat Kovat, Yafilu Bidavar Shedlogiram Malachto. Shabbat Kovat? Said lo shani hatam. That's not a proof. Came on the amar mikan ani ochel machar. Once you point and say I'm eating from here tomorrow, kavale alive. You've been kovayat, and you don't even need Shabbat for that. If you were to say on Tuesday tomorrow I'm coming out, I'm going to eat from there. That's already a kviut, and you're chayav in masrot in any case. Yachim mayer yeshabbat. So why did the roliezer pick Shabbat? So I feel the whole nami be true on any day. So hakamashvul. The answer is the tevah uchan who ate till Shabbat. That something which is tevel is still considered muhan etzel shabbat shim avar betikno metukan. That if you went ahead and took masrot, it still would be metukan. Now that's not really the case because valo motara chozer. If you would take from it and then you would have extra, you'd put it back. So what? Rebbeliezer himself is of the opinion that any time that you would replace the surplus and put it back. There's no kviyut. Kviyut is only when you're done with this process. None. If you take olives out of the basket, you dip each one into salt and eat it, and there's no chiyuv masrot. If you dipped a bunch of them in salt and put in front, them in front of you, that's a kviyut already. If the basket is olives that are tahor, then you're chayab, but mina matana tamei, if the basket is olives that are already tamei, then patur, why? Because anything that you don't want all ten, you put them back, which means Rebeliezer's of the opinion that kviyut only happens when you've really finished with that process and now put it in a kviyut, and you're not going to put it back in the basket that you used to collect it. In our discussion, we said, why are the two cases different according to Rebeliezer? The Reisha is a case where the basket is Tahor, and the guy is Tameh, and therefore, once he takes these olives out, he can't put them back, because he, they're already Tameh, and, and the stuff in the basket is Tahor. And the Seifa is a case where they're both Tameh, and therefore, he could return them, and therefore, Abeliezer says, there's no Kfiyut. Okay, the answer is Matniti Nami Tahor So our Mishnah also is a case where the Muktza is Tahor, but the guy is Tameh. And therefore, once he picks the stuff up, he can't put it back because he's been it. Wait, wait a second, he hasn't touched anything. All he's done is to identify where he's going to take them from. El of Shim Rashi, we have a different explanation. You're asking about Rabbiliezer? Rabbiliezer the Tameh. Again, he's following his own approach, but in a different place, which is the Amar Truma Kava. If you take fruit that's not yet Chayav, you separate Truma, that's Kovea the rest of them. Vecholshuken Shabbat, and certainly Shabbat, which means he holds that both Shabbat and Truma are Kovea, but the Var Shalom Nigmaram Malachto. Titnan, Perot Shetruman and Shalom Nigmaram Malachto. If you take Truma before they're finished their processing, Abeliezer Oser Lachomi and Arai, he says you can't eat Arai from them anymore. Chachamim Matirin, Chachamim say you may. All right, so now let's see. Tosh mami seifa. Chachamim and Armishnah say that you're not allowed to 
eat from that fruit on Shabbat unless you mark them on Erev Shabbat and say from here to there. Talmud Erev Shabbat Shemitah. And again, they're talking about Friday in Shemitah, Vlad Bari Suriyu, where there's no issue of Masrot. Habeshar Shnei Shavuaf, or any other year, Dibnei Suriyinhu, where you have to take Masrot, Asurim, you're not allowed to eat from them. Maitam Allah Mishum Shabbat Kavah. Isn't it because Shabbat is Kovela Masrot, even though you haven't finished the process? Which means that, uh, that everybody seems to be in agreement that Shabbat is Kovela Masrot. So, lo, Shani Hatam, Kevan Damar Mikan, Vedkan, Niochel Machar, Kavale. And again, just like Rabbi Yezer saying, I'm going to eat from here, Rabbi Yezer, Rachacham say, since you actually mark it and say, I'm going to eat from here, that is the Kviyut. So, Yachimayir, your Shabbat, Afilo Bechol Nami. So, why are you mentioning Shabbat? It's true even on a weekday. Just as we said before, tells that it's Muchan, Mutukan, that if you go ahead and separate Masrot, it is Mutukan, it's valid. Or meaning, the challenge is, let's say you're eating a cluster of grapes, and you're eating them walking in from the garden into your chatzer. You can finish the grapes, you've got to stop and separate Masrot. Same thing, you're eating grapes, and suddenly became Friday night. You can finish them, you can't, because both chatzer and gina are kovim. Since Rebbe seems to be of the opinion that they're not. The answer is, there's a new piece of information there. It didn't mean you could finish them in the Chatzar or on Shabbat. He just meant that passing through the Chatzar is not enough. You can walk out and eat them. And the same thing with Shabbat. He said you could wait and eat the rest of the grapes on Motzei Shabbat. But not on Shabbat without separating Trumot Masrot. Which of course you can't do. So the following, Shabbat happening, taking truma, going into the chatzer, or selling, transacting with this fruit, they are only if the fruit has already been fully processed. Now, why did he mention all four of those? Shabbat, to oppose the opinion reported in the name of Hillel, Let's say you pile fruit from one place to another in order to, uh, to, to cut them. And then it became Shabbat, but you haven't yet finished processing. Hillel said, I'm not allowed to eat them. And so we oppose that and say, since you haven't finished the Malacha, Shabbat is not Koveya. Chatzer, why did he mention Chatzer? To oppose Rabbi Yaakov, to Chatzer we saw this already. If you walk through your chatzer with uh, figs in order to take them out to the muktzah, and you don't have to take masrot, but Rabbi Yaakov says you're chayav, Rabbi Yosef Yehuda poter, and Rabbi Yochan was supporting the opinion of Rabbi Yosef Yehuda that you are not chayav because there was still not completed the processing because you were taking them out, out to the muktzah to dry. If you separate truma before they finish, Rabbeleezer says that you now have to take masrot, and Chachamim say you don't, uh, and Rabbi Yochan supports Chachamim here. If you buy figs from an Am Haaretz, there's the Demai problem. If it's in a place where people t- generally take figs and then press them, and don't eat them fresh. 
you could um, eat from them aright, which means that the purchase, and this is the point of it, the purchase does not covail the masrot because you haven't yet finished the malacha. Parenthetically, you say you take the masrot as demai when you do. So, there's three things you learn from there. This is tangential now to our point of Rabbi Yochanan. First of all, that's the main point we got. Second thing is that most of the Meharits do take Masrot, and that's why here it's only Demai. Even if you buy it from them at the Varshalonim Ramalachto, we still assume chances are that they took Masrot before they sold it, and therefore it's only Demai, therefore without a Bracha, and therefore the Shear is affected, and therefore the implications for Dimu are different, and therefore Shabbat is different, etc. And is opposed also to this position, which says, if you swap with another fellow, uh, and you haven't taken Masrot yet, both of them are to eat, or both of them are to dry out, or you're chayav because the transaction immediately makes you chayav, even though you haven't finished uh, processing, because Rabbi Yudah Omer Lachol Chayav Liktzot Patur. Rabbi Yudah says only if you bought them Lachol are you Chayav, but Liktzot Patur because the transaction happened with Avar Shalonim Ram Lachto, and Rabbi Yochanan is supporting the position of Rabbi Yudah in this case. Hadran Alachamevi, in Mirza Hashem, we'll begin our study of the final parak of Masachet Yom Tov, parak Mishilin Perot. In the next podcast, in the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.